Hi everyone, welcome to Politics Unmasked, episode 2 of our season 1, which is on the election. Today's episode is on the campaigns and the conventions, and we're going to go over key things that happened with the campaigns, kind of how they were run, and their party platforms for each candidate. Um, so yeah, I'm Bella Spina, and I have Laura Murphy and Dylan Paul Haver here with me, like always, and we're going to dive right into this. Um... So, um, this year, I think the first thing we should say, this year's kind of different because each campaign was actually run kind of virtual. So, Joe Biden's was completely uh, virtual for his uh, Democratic convention, but uh, Trump's was hybrid. I don't, I don't think there were masks there either. Probably I, not. I, I, I was looking at pictures, and I don't think people were wearing masks. I saw some, like, behind, like, where he would stand, there'd be some people wearing them, but most there weren't. Yeah, so they probably weren't wearing masks at this time. Um, Trump and till up till Trump got COVID, he was kind of more of oh, um, COVID doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, COVID doesn't COVID's exist. COVID's gone. It's a yeah. hoax. And this is kind of not going to make sense because of the fact that we're filming this like later than in the timeline. So yeah, that is really true. So we didn't do our episodes in order. We're actually yeah, we going we have a little bit order. of foresight. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's like we're like coming to you from the future, pretty much. Um, so with the Democratic convention, uh, Biden, something he wanted to prove during this was that he could perform under pressure, and he did. He did extremely well. Um, also, they brought up how Kamala would be like the first colored woman in like a high like office, like um, like VP, um, and that. Like, they proved that she's, like, a prominent figure. Uh, also, that um, they were trying to say how Harris provides, like, a connection for minorities and things of that nature. And that's, that's a way for um, them to, like, balance the ticket, too, as they always want to do with the presidents and the, and the VP, because they want that connection to the minorities, and Biden's also kind of a connection to the, the more minority of America. And then I guess we can get into how Obama was actually there, and he was on the attack. Uh, I mean, the attack of Trump. Um, he was really trying to come out at him, and that was something you saw a lot from both conventions. Uh, in Biden's this Democratic convention, they really did come after Trump, and just as well in the Re- Republican convention, Trump did go after Biden and his entire campaign. Um, which is a common theme that you see throughout the election, and when they talk about each other, they're constantly going at it. Um, and then things about how, you know, Biden can't fix the country while Trump is still in office, um, and that he wants to work with everyone and, co- and compromise and bring the country together. So there's a lot of things that Biden talks about with unity, um, which I feel speaks to a lot of mo- like modern voters, like people who aren't really aren't like affiliated with a typical uh, political party that are trying to get their vote. I feel like that's something that would speak to them. And then he um, focused on like you know defeating Trump and like in more than like politics, he wants to defeat him in everything and get him out of office and like completely out from the American like like hold at all so yeah and this and he um he talks about that a little bit more than he talks about his policies which was uh kind of a big thing for you i know yeah so that's always been something that annoys me about every single politician is that a lot of politicians are constantly like 
I have a plan. Joe Biden does this all the time. He goes, I have a plan to defeat COVID-19. And I'm sitting there. I'm waiting for the plan. I never hear a plan. And I'm sitting there just confused. Because I'm like, you're telling me you have a plan. But I haven't heard it yet. In my opinion, actions speak louder than words. And I feel that's a lot of things that politicians are missing. And it's a lot of things that Joe Biden does do. He just says things. But he doesn't have anything to back it up. Um, and that's like a lot of the Republican viewpoint. Like, oh, he's been kind of in politics for 47 years. And he has nothing to back up what he's saying. So I feel like that's something like you can address. But, you know. So let's go right on to the Republican convention. Um, so in the Republican convention... They, they did offer, like, sympathies for the people that died of COVID, but they also kind of made it so it seemed that it was over. Like, it, they, they won it. They won the, the battle against COVID, and they were kind of working on coming back from it. And then Trump, Trump was promising an economic comeback from COVID with this. And he, even though there was, like, contradicting numbers, he was still claiming that they were going to come back from it economically and socially. Um, he also made the claim that he was the uh, unsung hero for black people and their justice, trying to work with both sides there of trying to bring those moderate voters on his side. Um, he was uh, also put uh, pushing on the fact that he wants to keep law and order in the country. Um, he's in no favor of the uh, the protests that were going on, and. Um, with the rioting and all that. Um, he, him being Trump, he attacked Biden and his campaign a lot. He was, he was, he ran, ran a big smear campaign against him as he always does. And he's, um, he's kind of also played like the victim card that he's being painted as the, uh, the villain and that he's fighting for the people and that those, those in power are fighting against him and he's just trying to fight for the people and then the elites are actually trying to put him down and then like both both um both conventions they were they were going for the moderate voters that didn't know who to vote for because i feel like they they were trying to push for the fact that they were the better the better candidate even though if even if they were a little better they were still better and they should vote for them and with the virtual convention of the uh the democrats it's it kind of showed for like the the care for COVID nineteen that it's still a threat and that it still matters. While the hybrid made it seem like that they didn't really care about it anymore, and it was over. So that was kind of their the differing viewpoints of the Democratic Republicans on COVID nineteen. But overall, talking about the effectiveness of um whether it was all virtual or partially um they were effective in getting information out. We just gave you a bunch of like information on both conventions, meaning that even though they were virtual or hybrid, um, which is, you know, partially virtual, they were still able to get out the information that they needed to get out. So that's always helpful. So uh, unlike the debates, which we see later, the conventions, they actually got some info out. Um, now, something else we should probably talk about is... Da, da, da the overall message of each convention was really like if you vote like from the democratic convention like we need change you need to vote trump out like it's time for the country to be united that was kind of the overall message the overall message of the republican convention is that if you want 
um, an America like to get destroyed, if you want it to be dangerous, become then Venezuela. Vo- become Venezuela, <laughs> then socialist Venezuela. Then you vote for Joe Biden. Like if you vote for Biden, he's gonna destroy the country and blah 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 blah. Like that was pretty. Blah, blah, blah. That was pretty much the Republican thing. And it's just this is the constant theme. I said blah 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 because this is what you hear and you're gonna hear constantly throughout the election cycle it's going to be the same exact message and you're going to hear over and over again you're going to hear not only just from the news or the presidential candidates themselves you're going to hear from everyone no matter what side they're on um so that's just you know a little little annoying but anyway so next we gotta get to um the party platform so and like the candidates themselves so obviously Something to know about Joe Biden is that he isn't new to politics. Um, he was in the Senate for how? What? Forty three years? Forty seven. Forty seven? Yeah, because Trump's well, Trump's always no, like seven not technically, because I think the eight years of being in politics is counting his um, Cause, vice presidency. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, saying. Yeah. So um, it'd be like forty two. Yeah. So overall, he's been in politics for forty seven years, senator, and then. VP for Obama and something that you actually see in Joe Biden's campaign is that he does work very closely with Obama like Obama is on his campaign trail um which could be like to some people who didn't like Obama if they're moderate like that might scare them off uh to be honest because you know Obama is definitely working really closely with the Biden campaign um and some and uh, Joe Biden is considered by a lot of people as moderate. Um, he's not really considered a complete, like, lefty Lucy person. But Kamala, on the other hand, his vice president, um, she is completely on the left. Like, completely. Um, so that, that definitely is, like, a hindrance on the Democratic, like, ticket because she is not moderate. Um, Trump, we obviously know that he's a really strong Republican president for four years um and you know then you have mike pence who it's kind of i don't know i i have nothing on mike no one knows anything about mike the only thing i know about mike pence is that he um he's a big supporter for conversion therapy so you gotta fly on his head gay conversion therapy like what other conversion therapy well there's religious conversion he said something he said something along the line i don't know how i don't know how recent it is i think it was either like uh, it was probably either like a year or two ago. People were bringing up like the topic of conversion therapy camps, and he said those places need as much funding as they can get. Oh, wow. So, it's... yeah, I don't know anything about it. It's kind of weird. Um, uh, I, he's just like he's just like the 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 one everyone forgets about. Like yeah. it's it's like it's like Trump is almost his first name and Pence is his last name. Yeah. Because like it's all about Trump. Trump Pence. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so so um, while we're yeah. talking about the Republican side, let's just go right into like their campaign. And they'd actually, year. yeah, they'd actually use their the same. So usually, um, parties, uh, they rewrite their platform every year, or every uh, every election year to try and keep up with the uh, the modern issues. But the the Republicans actually use the same platform from twenty sixteen. And they they cited issues like that COVID. They changed. Yeah, like they like they increase like they increase kind of the stuff. Great again to keep America great again. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, but like they um, they like kept the same things that they had, but they added some stuff like um, you know, COVID nineteen things of that nature. Um, it also 
their campaign platform as the election has gone on seems to be changing as like more issues arise so they address more things Mm -hmm. because i feel like in normal uh election years we wouldn't have as much like problems and issues going on yeah it would kind of just be like basic like not uniform issues but you know what i mean it's not like all these new problems arising every day where it's like oh my god now i have to change the whole course of my campaign because i have to address this problem exactly like the fact that covid19 is like a crisis is it's like a a legitimate like like climate change is obviously a crisis but it's a it's a slow moving crisis so it's kind of put up it's kind of swept under the rug with all the other issues like racial injustice and all that which kind of they're not uh, they're, they're not directly happening right in front of us. Like, COVID-19, people are dying right in front of us. So it's, like, almost a crisis they have to deal with right now. So it kind of changes a lot of that platform on, and what people have to talk about. Yeah, so, um, obviously, for the whole uh, Republican Party campaign, you have the Keep Illegals Out, America First, um, very aggressive church China, as always, um, continued war in the Middle East, um, Bible and public schools, Coal is apparently clean energy, um, which, you know, a lot of us can say that that's not true, but, you know, it's okay. Um, against abortion, they are pro-life, and to treat COVID like it doesn't exist, which that was um, how it was in the, repo- in the during the convention. That was um, how it was, but with COVID-19, as the election goes on, that's going to change because... Um, Newsflash from the future, Trump actually gets COVID. So, Thanks. but he doesn't die. So for all of you getting excited out there, don't worry. Trump doesn't die. Um, don't, don't get too excited. Um, I can hear you. I can hear your enthusiasm. Anyway, so then we got the Democratic Party campaign. Um, they want to have COVID testing that's widely available and free. They want to empower Medicare. Uh, Medicare. Um, they want um, public option for health insurance. They want to raise the minimum wage, make college cheaper with raising taxes, overhaul criminal justice uh, system, decriminalize weed. New Jersey decriminalized weed. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. A tidbit from the future 11, as well. November, tidbit from the November future. November 4th, the day after election day. Well, it actually happened last night. Right, so, well, I mean, technically it's November 3rd, on election, election day. day. On election day. My rich uncle Phil, Governor Murphy, um, <laughs> just legalized marijuana in New Jersey. Oh. They also did some other things too, like um, like uh, veteran benefits and yeah. stuff like that that did get passed. So those those are important things. We're on the ganja right now. You always look like you're on the ganja. All right, so we they want to reduce their carbon emissions. I don't think they think that coal is clean energy. Just by the way, side note. Um, be more inclusive for territories, territories like Puerto Rico, uh, but become more, more like relaxed on immigration, like, you know, and citizenship and illegals. They- and I think that most people think with like, at least with the Democratic Party, they're like, oh my God, open borders. Like, I don't think anyone from the Democratic Party wants open borders. I think that they just don't want what we have right now. Yeah, they don't <laughs> want kids being in cages. No. So... Yay, go America. Anyway, <laughs> stop wars in the Middle East. Uh, also, something else, you know, Biden wants the Affordable Care Act. Trump wants to eliminate it. Yeah, and like Biden, that's kind of his, his thing. It was, it was his thing with uh, Obama. It's like, that's their thing. So, mm-hmm. of course, he wants oh, it. Obamacare. <laughs> of course, he wants it because that was his, one of the big things that 
came out of that yeah. eight-year presidency. One of the big things and one of the worst things that came out of that presidency. My mom our, has a very strong our, uh, We have our resident yeah. right-wing associate here, Bella Spina. I gotta say, though, <laughs> I'm not as crazy as people make me out to be. Because I'm very climate change, like, go green person. Like, you'll see me at one of those, like, climate change, but when like, it comes protests. to Medicare, can't be public. Cannot be no. public. I think, I'm well, as someone that. who's, like, been affected by, like, Obamacare, like, okay, so, since when, my dad went, since he was changing jobs a lot, we were always going through health cares, and the health care system is, like, awful. It's honestly awful. <laughs> Imagine paying $1,400 a month for health care, and you can't, nothing is covered. Not a single thing is covered. Um, you have a $5,000 deductible, which you have to pay $5,000 of your medical bills. And then until you hit, like when you hit the $5,000 deductible, then they'll start covering it. So, and then for some people, it's a $10,000 deductible, which is honestly insane in medical they, bills. Ha, ha, it's like a college, they, it's, like a it's crazy. And people, people, people don't Obama understand. Care. Not useful. No. Not useful. And it's <laughs> like, people don't understand. They, they think like, oh, well, let's just have healthcare for everyone. Well, when they did the Affordable Care Act, nothing's free. Medical medical insurance agencies were like, no, we're not going to stand for this. We're not going to waste our money and we're not going to lose money um, when we have to give health care to everyone. So we're just going to up all of our prices. We're going to make people pay atrocious rates and we're not going to cover anything. And it ruined our health care system. So it's not as shiny as clean as like everyone gets free health care. Like no, it's really not. It's, so ah, see, it's all about the money coming at me for being right wing. All right, I think that's the only thing that I don't stand with with the Democratic Party is health care. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being someone that's like, oh well, also, no, uh, people can't have health care. Like everyone should have health care, but it's yeah. not as black and white as just yeah, giving everyone health care. It's complicated. Somewhere. Also, stock up on your red meat now, people. <laughs> Oh all right, God. that's all I got to say. Yeah, like, cause like, um... From your local Italian that eats beef all the time. Yeah, like, stock up on okay, your own Go on pescatarian. So, yeah, cause, um... I, I kind of want to do that. I kind of want to. My mom to. gets healthcare through... She's a teacher, so she gets really good healthcare. The really nice healthcare. Like, really the, nice healthcare. the $10, um... Exactly. When you go to the doctors, you only have to pay, like, $10. Bro, yeah. why do I... I know, my... The only and thing... Like she got grandfathered in, because it's, like, a lot... It's yeah. a lot worse right now, but, like... Right now, she got on grand, my she health got care... She got grandfathered in. So, basically, we... As a family, we are on three different health cares. My sister is on the health care through Rowan University, which pays, like, some of it, because if you're not on health care, you have to be put on one. So, my mom put her on that one, because it's not as expensive. I'm on family care right now, which is Obamacare, um, which only provides for like free and like barely minimum paid, like $5, uh, co-pays at doctor's offices for like the gingiest doctor's offices possible. So my mom literally just pays everything out of pocket practically. And then my mom, and my dad are through Florida blue. I don't know. Some medical insurance agency that's like not good either. But now since my dad's making more money then we all have to switch to the Florida blue or whatever it's called. So it's honestly just like a really like. It's shitty situation. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not. And like, no one understands you're in it because my cousins, uh, their healthcare was always through their dad worked for EHT. Their healthcare was always ten dollar copay. You can get eye doctors visits, dental visits, health visits, really anything physicals. Everything was practically free, and so people don't understand like when you have shitty healthcare, and it doesn't even matter like if you have a good job. It's only what the job wants to pay yeah, for. Yeah, it's what, it's so what if it, if you work, my dad works for a huge company. They make so much money, but they don't want to have to spend all of their money on giving their employees good benefits, so they give their employees bad benefits. So that's just what you're stuck with. 
The only thing is with government jobs like schools, that's when you get good health care. Yeah, and it's it's also the um the ignorance of Americans where, oh, I'm doing fine health care, so everyone must be doing fine. Yeah, like it's everyone has a different situation, so it's so comp it's such a complicated process and like situation. It's it's it almost it's really hard to fix. We just got into a healthcare debate right there. I know. <laughs> um, so Ever hearing that Marta Romeo's? On that note, so just to kind of switch things up, um, who on in your opinion, Dylan, who do you think had the stronger convention? Uh, oh, there's my um. I don't know. They're probably both kind of the same to be honest, because they both like said their said their piece, and they both said they they both said what they've been saying for the past. Whole time yeah, it was run. nothing new. Nothing, it's nothing new. Like, no one had, like, an outstanding, like, oh, this is going to make them win. It was just kind of like, okay, same shit I heard. I feel like I debates agree. nowadays, if you look back to, like, the early 2000s when, like, cell phones weren't really a thing, like, and you weren't, campaigns weren't really getting their, like, message out through social media or through the internet yeah. because it was so scarce, not everyone had it. So during the debates, you really heard what people were standing for, and they were a lot more important. Like, now, I feel like it's kind of just, like either fighting or it's kind of just they're repeating everything that they've already said on social media and already the actions of what they've done. So I feel or like they kind don't of explain like, anything. Like, yeah, you, oh, you'd, have to, you'd have to go to a rally to hear what they said or watch yeah. the debate on TV or watch I like, think we should watch, just go you'd down have to watch something one. on TV and it's not like didn't Ethan go to the one in Wildwood that Probably. was like over the summer? Hey, I had a friend Se- go to no, one. No, Sappy went. Oh, Sappy went. I had a friend go to one in PA. Oh really? Yeah, the one in Wildwood yeah. was like insane. I remember there were so many people that. I feel went. like every like like white ass like guy that plays a sport is like ah. Trump. So you're just attacking all hockey players. Thank you very yes, much. Yes, I am. I am. Thank you very much. For all the people who go to prep. I don't go to prep. I have kids that go to prep on my team though. So. My boyfriend goes to prep. He is not. He's dumb. I swear, dumb, but look, stupid, but look at right? Cole. Um. Oh uh, well, Cole. For, that's because he's stupid. He's an alcoholic too. Um, oh yeah. I probably should say that. I forgot we're recording. I probably should say that. I don't feel like editing this out. I can keep it in, whatever. Sorry, Marjorie, I'm not editing this out. I don't feel like it. You're just sharing real talk. Real, real talk with real conversations right. of young scholars. So. Yeah. All right. Back we, to back to the the platforms. So um. The, we basically. The, the I mean, candidates. we got. Nah, you didn't talk about Trump's. I did talk no, we about did. Trump. Did we? Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. We talked about everything. Okay. Um, because we. I could just splice this. But there's also the que- like, There's also the question that. That we didn't didn't talk about. They're gonna pack courts. Ooh, that is a good question. Um, because Biden doesn't. They had, Biden hasn't said. He has, do you want to hear my theory with packing the courts? Oh God! It's never been done before. No, ready? Oh. I don't so, think it's gonna happen. Here, we're gonna play a little game of scenarios. Okay, let's do it. Joe Biden gets an office. Who's playing Joe Biden? Oh, we're doing no, it like this. Let's do this. This isn't <laughs> happening. No, it's not. I don't know enough to do this. I think All we right. Do this. Let's go. Um. I, I uh I okay ready so you will be, be, um, be Chris Wallace. <laughs> no wait okay Dylan will be Joe Biden. Um let's that see. Makes sense. He's half asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan will be um Joe Biden. Uh okay you can be Kamala Harris. Really we only need Joe Ooh. Biden for this. Oh so, that was a disservice. Wow. <laughs> so Say uh, yeah, Dylan right over here. Left. Joe over here goes Joe, into office. I'm Joe Jeff. and I, I, I win. No, okay, yes. Really, if you win, I win because I'm Kamala. Joe and yes. <laughs> <laughs> Joe and Kamala get into office. Now, if we take a little flashback Friday into what happened before the election, 
Amy Coney Barrett was just brought into the Supreme Court, leading the Republicans with a 6-3 advantage in the Supreme Court. Now, the Democratic Party is pissed. Yeah? You guys are pissed? I'm so angry. (laughs) This is atrocious. This is an embarrassment to society. So what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do with the Supreme Court? We need to bring more Democrats in to make it more American. And we're going to make things ten times harder to be decided. Yes. So now the Democratic Party is going to bring in multiple judges. Now, are they going to bring in four judges? So then it gives us a seven... Six majority? Are they going to bring in 20 judges? So then it's like 3 to 20 or 6 to 20? We don't know. But imagine if the court gets packed with probably, I'm guessing, around 5 or 6, maybe even almost 10 judges. And then we have probably about 16 judges on the Supreme Court. Say 4 or 8 years go by and the people of America decide they want to elect a Republican. Now, as as, as soon as the Republican gets into office... What are they going to do? Pack the court. Then they're going to pack the court. So now we're going to have, say, they're going to pack another 15 justices on the court. And then we will have around 30 judges on the court. And this is going to keep going because just, each party is going to want the advantage in the Supreme Court. there's just assassination of judges because there's too many. Of we're them. going to have 50 judges on the Supreme Court. And that's not what the Constitution wrote it for. And nothing is going to get passed. Nothing is going to be properly established in the Supreme Court, that's why I feel that the Supreme Court should not be packed. I mean, I'm not saying that Amy no, Coney Barrett was a nice choice, oh. um, but I don't believe... And don't worry, you'll hear all about that in a different A, a little bit of foresight. <laughs> Biden's probably going to win, you know, because it's the day after election day. Michigan just went blue, blue, Michigan's blue. blue. Biden literally we just needs... We really should have Biden, filmed episode yeah, six today. whatever. Biden literally just needs Nevada to win. All right, so... So, if he does win, we're going to find out if he's going to pack the courts. Yeah. So, a lot of foresight in this episode, but we definitely, um, I think we definitely discussed main views of each party and um, how basically their campaigns went because we're standing from a point of we've already seen practically their entire campaign, so we can kind of perfectly explain it. So, next episode, um, episode three, where we will be discussing... The news, news, and ads. Oh, that's the one-hour special. Yes, the one-hour special. Get ready. Um, yes, the one-hour special of politics on mass news, money, and politics, where we get into some lengthy discussions. There, you hear about my opinions on Amy Cooney Barrett as well. So, um, thanks for watching, and scroll down to the next episode.